Do you remember we, we've been kind of on Sunday evenings, not necessarily a study of the book of Acts or just a verse by verse or any kind of thing like that. I've just been studying in the book of Acts and the Lord's been giving me a few messages from the book of Acts. I've been bringing in the evenings. We, we looked at a message entitled The Power to Believe. If y'all remember back it's from Acts chapter 1, we're looking at the power to believe. But then the next week we looked at um, the courage to follow. Doesn't do a lot of good to have the power to believe if we're not going to have the courage to follow. And to be honest, that's even a lot of the link into this morning. If we look back at just at how the elephant, you know, we talk about the chains and the bind, but that's just where a lot of Christians stay. That's not really the courage to follow, to, to get out of a comfort zone. That, that's what Leslie Ann just did. That's getting out of a comfort zone. That's God giving us something to do, and, and we step out and do it because God gave it to us. Amen? So anyway, we, um, we, we want to look tonight and move on to, to the next, I guess the next step of it. Because if we truly, if we truly are going to be a follower of Christ, if we truly are going to become everything that God wants us to be, then we're going to have to change. We absolutely cannot be everything that Christ wants us to be without change. Every day of our life, something in us needs to change, to get closer, something to make us better, something to make us more like him. So, so tonight we're going to look at, at a message entitled, The Courage to Change. In order to have the courage to follow, we're going to have to have the courage to change some things about us. Amen? Anybody, well, actually probably most all of you, you probably have a copy of the Serenity Prayer in your house or maybe on your office desk. How many have got a copy of that somewhere? Uh, most people have it up. God Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can. When I'm, when I'm in, involved in me, if I have the courage and the faith in God's word, I can change things. Amen? The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, that's the most commonly used part of it, but, but it goes on. It says living one day at a time. Enjoying one moment at a time. Accepting hardships as the pathway to peace. Taking as he did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will. So that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next life. Our text this morning, Acts chapter 3. Peter and John went up together into the temple in verse number 1 at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour and a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid at the gate of the temple which is called beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple ask alms and Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said look on us and gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk. And took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew this was he which sat at alms uh, at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which happened unto him. 
And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together to the portraits called Solomon, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why, why you look so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. You denied the holy one of the, the, the holy and just and, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. you. Killed the prince of life whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And this name, I, I want to look tonight at this name, through faith in his name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. The faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Father God, I pray you take your word tonight. Will you bless it, God? Lord, take just a few minutes, Father. I pray you touch each one of us in this place, God. I pray that you'd help us, God, that, that we become eager to change, God. I pray that it becomes our direction to want to change, Father. And I pray you'd help us understand that in the power of the name of Jesus Christ, there is change available in us, God, change available to us. And I pray, God, that you would start even tonight to change us into the image that you'd have us be, God. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. One of, one of the things that, that I struggle with is, is names. I'm trying to remember names. Anybody with me on that? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I have a, a, a lifelong, apparently trained mind. I'm, I'm pretty good for about two or three days. But that's because I always met people in the morning. I only had to remember their name for a day. I'm moving their house today, and when I get through, and, and, and it just don't stick. But names are important. I, I, I want to know people's names, and I, I find myself waking up trying to remember my own it, it seems like the harder I try to remember names the more they don't come to me and and I'm, I'm like I try to think of family members names and and best friends names I mean stuff that just comes to you and you're sitting there with their face ingrained in your mind and think really Donald I mean names are important amen I mean how are we going to talk about somebody with somebody else if we don't know their name I mean, in a good way, of course, right? If we're going to brag on them, talk about something good they did, we, we got to know their name. But, but e even as important as the names are to me and even as important as names are in our society, I don't think most people realize the importance of the names in the Word of God. A name is a big deal, especially throughout the Scriptures. We, we look at how God changed Abram's name to Abraham. He changed his name to be what he is, the father of many nations. He took Sarai's name. He changed it to, to Sarah, which is princes. He, he came and told Abraham, he said, in your old age, you and Sarah, y'all going to have a son. And the Bible says that Sarah laughed. And, and he was named Isaac, which means to laugh. There, there, there's always purposes for the names. Even when Gabriel came and told Joseph that Mary was with child, said she's going to have a boy. So that's, that's shall call his name what? Jesus. He'll call his name Jesus, because Jesus means Savior. He is Emmanuel, God with us. So names are, are a big deal in the Word of God. Jesus is that name which is above, yeah, the name which is above every name. It, 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 it is that, that name in which every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's about the name in the Ten Commandments. God said that thou shalt not take the name 
of the Lord thy God in vain. He, even God is focusing on, on his name. Here in our text, we have this man for whom the Bible gives us no name. We, we have this lame man who is sitting at the gate of the temple called Beautiful. We know he's probably close to 40 years old. We know that he was born lame. He's been, ever since he was born, he's been that way. He's never been any different. For me personally, the, the reason I look into a lot of times when, when they don't give names, because I, I can only imagine as to why God would not give me a name, and I always just take the allusion to it. If God doesn't give me the name, it's so I can put myself right there in that position. It, it, it lets me, just like the thorn in the flesh, I don't know what the thorn in the flesh was that Paul had. It lets me put whatever I have right there, and sometimes it just lets me know that God says I'm not going to take care of that or I'm not going to take care of that right now. I can take things and, and, and relate them, but, but I believe this man is a picture of a lot of Christians. They've been born again. Really kind of ties back to this morning. They're still chained to that stake over there. They, they've been born again, but they've never walked the Christian life. A lot of people come in, they, they, they say they get saved. Now, I'm not being judgmental. I'm not passing off as a judge. I don't know if they do or not. I do know if you truly got saved on, on a Sunday, you ought to act different on a Monday. I know if you come in on Sunday and you say you got saved, and on Monday you act just like you did on Saturday. I'm going to question some of that. But I don't know that sometimes maybe it's not conviction. Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe they're still bound by that chain that we talked about this morning. When they were taught that the little and the devil ha has defeated them, the devil has that chain on there. And they don't think they can overcome the strongholds. They don't think they can overcome the lifestyle of their past. They don't think they can overcome what's back there. So they just continue living that same kind of life. So even though they're born again, they sit at the gate every day. Just like they were before they got saved. Isaiah Chapter number one, he said, Oh, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. And they're gone away backward. Why should you be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick. The whole heart faint. Jeremiah said in chapter 10, verse 23, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It's not man that walketh. To direct his steps. Over in the New Testament, Paul, the letter that he wrote to the church at Rome in chapter 7, said in verse 24, Wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God that through Jesus Christ our Lord, so then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. So here in our text, the Bible says that, that Peter and John fastened their eyes on this man and, and said, Look on us. And, and to me, one, one of the greatest verses in the Bible, I, I, I love silver and gold, have I none? If they had silver and gold, it would mean none. If they gave him silver and gold, all it would have done was satisfied him for a season. If they had given him a whole loaf of bread, it would have satisfied him for a week. He said, silver and gold, have I none, but such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he gave that man something that changed him forever. He gave the greatest gift. That, that is what you and I have in the power of the name of Jesus. That's, that's the thing that, that, I, that we ought to be praying for. The Bible says that the man looked up expecting to receive something. Something. I wonder if we ever just looked up expecting to receive something. 
wonder what God would actually give us. We look up with the expectations just like the man did. He's thinking about some kind of alms, some kind of bread. He had no idea what he was about to get. But it's about as powerful a verse as is in the Bible to me. Silver and gold have I none. Such as I have, I give, give I unto thee in the name of Jesus. I, I talked on, on it this morning on, on the power that, that is within you. Too, too many Christians have, have been sitting there since they were born again. They're, they're still sitting on the pew. They're still occasional Sunday churchgoers. They're still not involved in ministries. They have a voice. They're still not singing in the choir. They have the ability to talk, but they're still not sharing their testimony. They're Christians. They are born again, but they're still crippled by fear. They're still bound by their burdens. I know it's Sunday night, but I'm pretty sure there ain't one of us in here that's arrived on anything. They go out there, they're still bound by the chains that holds them to the stake that's there. Chains that God has freed us from. Can I add that part in there? Can, can, can I add that part back? You, you know, back to the illustration this morning of the elephant. He was little and he couldn't break the chain, but he grew up, he's strong enough. At some point, they're freed from those chains. Go out and do the part on the day we got saved, God cut those chains loose. God, God took those clasp off our ankle we go by and let the devil put those things back on us we we go by and let the devil defeat us we let the devil remind us of the past we let the devil do the things that tears us down but there's power in the name every time he puts that shackle on me i have the authority to say in the name of jesus get your junk off my foot get your hands off of me in the name of jesus shut your mouth i don't want to hear you in the name of Jesus, leave me alone. There's power in the name. Verse number 8, at the name of Jesus, he leaping, stood up and walked. Entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Look at verse number 9. All the people saw him walking and praising God. When is the last time all the people saw us do that? We've been given the same kind of blessing. God, God has removed our chains. God has removed our iniquity. God has saved our soul. And, and we have the greatest gift. The, the gift that we have, can I tell you this? What God gave you and I on the day we got saved is greater than what Peter and John gave him. All they gave him was legs to walk. That didn't mean salvation. He had to obtain that. You and I are given an eternal home in heaven. What we've been given is greater than what that man got. And everybody immediately saw everything in him because he's running and praising. And everybody's amazed. Why don't we praise God like that? Why don't people out on the street wonder what in the world got into him? It's called the Holy Ghost of God. That's what got into him. It changed something. Verse number 10. They knew that as he was sat at arms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened. They were filled with wonder. That they knew that it was him. That they knew who he was, and they knew how he was. But now they see how he is. Let's do that again. They knew who he was. They knew how he was. But now they see how he is. They see a difference. They, they move forward a couple thousand years. They knew who we were. Anybody have a we were in you? 
They knew how we were. But old things have passed away. We're, we're something new. They ought, they ought to see that in us. 2 Corinthians says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Do they see the new you? Maybe they did see the new you. Maybe the question ought to be instead of do they see the new you, maybe they did. Maybe you got saved and for a week or two it's all you could talk about. But do they still see the new you? Or did the new wear off? I'm quite confident the Bible never says this, so I'm just ad-libbing. But I'm quite confident that this man never went back to sitting around lame. He didn't sit around and pretend to be lame. At no point did he ever go back and act like what he was before the name of Jesus came into his life. So it's not so much as did they see the new us, it's what do they see now. Complacency is a big deal, amen. Verse number 11, the people are so amazed they ran to Solomon's porch and they're wondering what happened. Verse number 12, Peter said, why are you looking at us? Why, why, why are you looking up here as though we did anything? It, it is in the name of Jesus, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the, the God of Jacob. It is his name, you know, the one you denied, the one that you crucified, his name, Jesus. It is in his name through faith that we have this power. It is in his name. Can I tell you, you and I still have the same name. The name's not lost any of its power. The, the name hasn't lost any of its influence. Remember, sometimes within the past couple of weeks, we talked about the scripture where Jesus said that all the things that he did, we could do all those things in greater than these because he goes to the Father. He says in his name, because he's with the Father, we could do greater miracles than what he did when he was here. It's kind of hard for me to imagine, but if Jesus said it, I can't doubt it. Amen. In the name, the power in the name. Now, as usual, you, you got to know if you're going to go out there and you're going to make sure they see the new you. I mean, the new you for me is, I don't know, 20-somebody, I guess 30 years old, over 30 years old. But it's still the new me. There, there's some people that knew me in the first 23 years of my life that that dude's dead and gone. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He ain't around no more. He, he's dead and gone. There, 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 there's a, a new me. So I'm supposed to be telling people about this name. You and I are supposed to be proclaiming the name that's called preaching. Re regardless of whether you're standing here, whether you're out on the street, or whether you're handing out a track, or whether you're talking to somebody at work, or, or whether you're talking to a friend on the phone, it it's called preaching. And the preaching drew persecution, especially from the Sadducees, because the Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection. And they started talking about the resurrection. Listen, they, 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 they drew adversity. They ended up in trouble because of their preaching. They ended up in trouble because of the great miracle. They, they ended up being persecuted because of what they did in the name of Jesus and because of what Peter and John did in the name of Jesus. That night they were thrown into prison because of the name of Jesus. See, it, it's, it shouldn't surprise you when the world hates you. It shouldn't surprise you when, when those around you persecute you and say 
all manner of evil against you. If you are indeed proclaiming the name, if you're no longer sitting at the gate of the temple called beautiful, if you've been touched by the hand of Jesus, if you've been touched by the power of the name of Jesus, and you're out there telling people about the name of Jesus, it shouldn't come as a surprise to you when when people begin to talk about you. They're they're not going to like it. Truth exposes lies. If you're living the truth, it exposes who they are. Light exposes darkness. They don't like being around it because it reveals the darkness within them. The the righteousness of Abel, it exposed the wickedness of Cain. He he was killed by his own brother. Well, well, you you and I are the same. There is a righteousness within us. We're walking on two new legs. We've been touched by the name of Jesus. There ought to be a righteousness about us that exposes the darkness. So they're going to talk about us. If you're trying to live a godly life, it shouldn't surprise you. When other people cast stones at you. Even the church crowd. It's the religious crowd that arrested Peter and John. It's in the book. It's it's the ones from the temple. It's it's the religious crowd. Mainly headed up by the Sadducees that that, that cast them into prison. Don't, 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 Don't let it surprise you. When other people say things against you. If you're doing the best you can, if you're doing the best that you can to live your life pleasing to God, and you're doing the absolute best that you can to follow the will of God for your life, and you're doing the absolute best that you can to lead others toward Christ, don't, don't, don't let it be a surprise. Don't, don't, don't let what anybody else has to say become a distraction to you. Don't let what anybody else has to say deter you away or slow you down. If you truly are doing the best you can to follow God in your life, don't let what other people say be a a distraction. Go ahead and expect adversity so you won't be surprised when it comes. Go ahead and pray for it, prepare for it, plan for it so that God can hold you up. Because if you truly are trying to do what God wants you to do, God will hold you up. I don't care what nobody else has got to say about it. They came and they arrested Peter and John because they preached in the name. You look over in chapter 4 while you're there in your Bible. Look down at verse number 4. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed. They were condemned. They, they, were, they were cast into prison. There, there's a picture right there. Let, let me just put that there just for a second. Serving God cost them something. Proclaiming the name cost them something doing a great and mighty miracle in the name of Jesus cost them something they were arrested and thrown into prison because of what they did in the name of Jesus many of them which heard believed and the number of men was about 5,000 so what if it cost you something so what if it cost you a little bit of discomfort? So what if it cost you a little bit of backbiting? So what if it cost you a little bit? 5,000 people came to know Jesus Christ because they spoke the name of Jesus. There are heavenly rewards in store. You may not see them in this life. It may not matter in this life. You may, you, you may want to see them, but you don't need a pat on the back. God will give you the strength to walk down the road whether it makes sense or not. You don't need men patting you on the back. They shall have their reward. 
God's storing up things for you that you can't begin to imagine. If you just don't worry about what people got to say, you stick to what you know God would have you to do. It came to pass on the morrow that the rulers and the elders and scribes and, and Annas, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost. I like that. Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers, the people, and the elders of Israel, if we... This day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man by what means he has made whole. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand before you whole. Do you know why they were so bold? We know there was a time that Peter denied Jesus, right? We, we know they had their weaknesses. We know they had their failure. But here they are after the death, the burial, the resurrection. Here they are, and they're, they're arrested by the, the same group of people that crucified Jesus. They're, they're arrested by, by the same religious crowd, and they have this boldness, but I believe it's because they remember. Jesus said in John chapter 15 and verse number 17, These things I command you, that ye love one another. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you're of the world, the world will love his own. But because you're not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. But here, here's my word. Here, here, here's why I believe they're so bold. The first word of verse number 20 of John chapter 15, remember. I think they remembered. I think they remembered what Jesus told them. He said, remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they persecuted me, They'll persecute, they'll also persecute you. If they've kept my saying, they'll keep yours also. If we're doing the best we can to, to follow Jesus, the, the persecution of others, the, the hostility of others comes without provocation, and it really shouldn't come as a surprise. If you're not receiving any condemnation from anybody, <laughs> you're living on a different planet than most of us. Um, you, 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 you might want to wonder, are you doing anything to upset the devil? Because if you're doing anything to upset the devil, he's going to send some of his little buddies your way. And he's going to put them, and most all of them's got Facebook. <laughs> Peter and John, verse number 11, it goes on and says, This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. Says that the Jewish council members, the religious leaders, they're, they're speechless. The religious elite had, had nothing to say. They had no answer for the boldness of the children of God because they spoke in the name. Verse number 15, when they commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What should we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them as manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we can't deny it. But that it spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them. If they speak 
speak henceforth to no man in this name. The power's in the name. The, 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 the power's not you and I. The power's in the name of Jesus. Everything that we have is in the name of Jesus. It is, it is the name that the devil fears. It is the name that the devil must obey. It's the name that gives us power over the enemy, that gives us rule. It gives us authority over, over the demons of hell. It's the name. It's, it's a name that gives you a calm in a storm. It's a name that will get you through a troubling night. It's the, it's the name. It's the name that silences the naysayer. It's, it's the name. It's the name. It doesn't matter what those around you are saying. You can call out the name and a peace can come about you. It's in the name. It's the name that protects you from the fiery darts of the enemy. It's the name that, that allows you to love the enemy and pray for those who persecute you and spitefully use you and say all manner of evil against you. It's the name. It's the name that, that gives us strength in the presence of the enemy. As a matter of fact, it's the name that gives us a table set before us in the presence of our enemies. Amen? It's the name. The religious leaders here in Acts, all, all they could do was, was stand there in silence and, and watch. They, they were speechless at, at the power of these men. And the only power that they had was this name. Even the religious leaders understood it's the name. They didn't say, hey, don't let them do another miracle. Hey, don't, don't let them be popular. They just said, don't let them use that name. See, that's what the devil wants to silence. It's that name, even in today's world. It, it, it's, it was a fad for a while, and it's still kind of common. You see it a lot. Somebody wins an award. Oh, I just want to thank all of these, and I want to thank even I just want to thank God. But you look at their lifestyle and wonder what God are they talking about. You hear a lot, I just want to thank God this, and I just want to thank God that. I don't know who their God is. I, I, I love it, even as bad as I hated that that boy threw that pass in overtime in that Alabama-Georgia football game. He said, it's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was worth Georgia losing just to get to hear that boy say that on national television. It's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything we have is in the name. All the power is in the name. It's the same name it's always been. You know, there's a there, there's a lot of a lot of different places that that all of us could be tonight, and I don't I don't mean just physical places, just different addresses or on the lake or or, or, or in even different areas. Some, some some of us some of us may be standing up during the week and proclaiming the name of Jesus with every single breath. Some of us can be in a place where we're under the persecution of the enemy. Some of us can be in a place where you're under the attacks of Satan. Some of us can be in a place where, where, where you're under the microscope of the religious crowd. Some of us may still be sent to the gate of the temple called beautiful. Still sitting there. We've been, we, we've been healed. We've been, we've been given legs. And we jumped up and we praised and we ran into the temple and praised for three or four or five days until the devil reminded us that, that we're lame. And we went back to believing what we used to be, and you're still sitting at the gate of the temple, still not serving God, still, still not contributing to the things of God, still not following the word of God, still not faithful to the house of God, still not faithful to the word of God, certainly not proclaiming the name out in the world where it might draw criticism. Many people have just never gotten up. 
Many people just never gotten up. I don't know. I, I, I do know there's different places for all of us today. Every one of us that are a different place in our life. Every one of us are at a different place in our spiritual life. Every one of us have been through different challenges, different tasks, different problems, different situations. But we're all somewhere. And individually, we're the only one that knows where we are. We're the only one that knows, are we doing everything that God wants us to do? Do we have the boldness to do whatever God says do and not worry about what anybody says? Are, are, are we stepping up? Are, are, are we singing in the choir like we're supposed to be? Or, or are we still sitting out there scared because somebody might see us? Are, are, are we teaching Sunday school? Are, are we doing a Bible study? Are, are, are we doing what we know God wants us to do? We're the only one that knows the question. We're the only one that knows the answer to the question. The only reason I, I could think that we're not fulfilling everything that God wants us to do personally, we don't have enough faith in the name. So it's quiet in here tonight. If we truly believe the name, if we truly believe in the power of God, why would you be scared to try anything? Why would you be scared to step out to anything? You might get arrested. Worst things have happened. I'll tell you this, it'd be worth getting arrested and spending one night in jail for 5,000 people to give their heart and soul to the Lord Jesus Christ. It might be worth more than one night, but I don't know, man. I hear some bad things about them jails. I don't be nobody's wife. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be. That's why I stick to my notes. I stay so much out of trouble. If I just, God gives me a message. If I just stay right here, right there, right there. It is. So let, 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 let me ask you. I, 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 got, I, got, I got more notes, but that stuff, that stuff doesn't matter. It, it really boils down to each one of us. Are you everything you're supposed to be? Because there's power in the name. And if we absolutely believe that, nothing will stop us. If we're going to touch the heart of Troop County, Georgia, if we're going to be the church that this county absolutely cannot live without, if we're going to be the one that changes LaGrange, if we're going to be the one that turns this town upside down, we better turn it upside down with one thing, the name. Nothing else matters. I don't care about turning LaGrange, Georgia, upside down, Faith Baptist Church. I, 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 don't, I don't care nothing about turning this town upside down with a name called Judgment Journey or, 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 or He's Alive. I, I don't care anything about turning this town upside down with anything except the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want God to empower us in that name, use us in that name, give us boldness in that name, set us free from burdens and ties that bind us in that name. And he will if we claim the name. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand up. I, I want to just pray. I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm not even going to finish these. I, I, feel, I feel like the Lord had me say what he wants to say. It's at the name. We're going to stop right there. I don't know if we could just come together as a church tonight and gather together alongside of each other and ask Jesus to give us power in the name. I pray that he would give us the, the ability to recognize the power that we have in the name.
to understand the power that we have in the name. Because if we truly put all faith in the name, we won't coward to fears. We won't back down to challenges. We won't back away from oppositions. We'll stand boldly forward in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If we truly believe God gave us something to do, we'll go forward with what we believe God gave us regardless. Knowing that if God sent us there, God will take care of it. God will provide. God will make the means. God will make a way. God will do it all. It's in the name. It's in the name. Amen. least we won't never put too many of those in you know it's it's the name that breaks addictions it's the name that that like we talked about this morning that overcomes strongholds It, it it's the name that helps us forget about the past can can i tell you it's the name that keeps it from hurting you when other people say things about you it's the name that gives you strength to go forward when everybody else is telling you you ought to stop. It's the name. While we're praying, let me, let me ask you tonight, is there anybody in here you've never trusted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? What I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to point you out to come to you, but I'm going to pray with you and for you. If you're in here tonight, you hold your hand up. You say, I've never trusted Christ. I want to. I want to be saved. You hold your hand up right where you're at. If you don't know, you'd go to heaven if you died tonight. 